For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Another day without a topic donation. If you want to request a topic, you can through a small payment through PayPal or Subscribestar. Links are in the description. So with that out of the way, I want to talk about an article called Women Ultimately Pay the Price for Finally Earning as Much as Men Do from the New York Post. Now let me read a few key points from that article and I quote, Across the nation, young women now earn 93 cents on the dollar overall when compared to men. According to Pew, with economists attributing that stubborn seven-cent difference to the lower number of hours worked by young women compared to men. When accounting for factors such as job title, education, experience, industry, job level, and hours worked, that number rises to a hair-splitting 99 cents on the dollar. According to Payscale's recently released 2022 State of the Gender Pay Gap report, as the wage gap closes, the partner gap is taking its place leaving women struggling to find a desirable match for marriage and motherhood. Wah! Evolutionary psychologists say that women tend to be more attracted to men who are highly educated and or out-earn them because sex can bring great costs for women, namely pregnancy and childbirth. Women, the theory goes, seek a partner who can ensure she is fed, sheltered, and protected while pregnant, as well as secure her offspring's well-being after delivery. Finding men of higher or even equal earning and academic status is increasingly difficult because of the college gap, which widens year after year. Unquotes. Well, folks, forget about men going their own way, reducing relationship and marriage formation. Women are now pricing themselves right out of the market because of high standards that very few men can live up to these days. So now we know conclusively that the gender wage gap no longer exists. If a woman complains about it to you, then point her out to this article that I put in the description and tell her she's lying. So now that the gender wage gap is gone, feminists and women are now inventing a new form of oppression. The gender partner gap. They need to keep getting more funding from governments for being oppressed even though they're now financially and educationally empowered. Are evolutionary psychologists taking into consideration that some women fear earning more money than men? Because it's the men that might start taking them to the divorce court cleaners instead, the way they used to take men. They probably believe there's an underclass of disgruntled males out there just waiting to use them for beta female provisioning to get back at women. Women always have to complain about the next thing that's hurting them. But I believe we just hit a point of diminishing returns for nagging and complaining. Articles like this one tell me that women always see themselves as victims even when they're the victors. They're the ones that created the partner gap in the first place and now they probably expect that men or the government will fix it. They'll probably shame men to work harder and compete with women so that women have someone to marry. Meanwhile, the female hiring quotas and the advantage in education rates, women will never give up the gains they've made in college. So this puts the whole species into a stressful situation. I'll discuss more in a moment. But let me first tell everyone about today's sponsor, Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism. There's a war in the West being waged by purple-haired ladies with orange man rabies. Let Dr. Be Real tell you about the feminist deal in his two-volume book series called Surviving Fourth Wave Feminism. His books are full of red pill truth bombs, 
and color images discussing the downfall of our society. The left and women are in bed together, and men aren't invited. Don't be a male feminist. Get both copies today. It's free with the Kindle app. Amazon's sponsor link is down below. Anyways, now back to women are always the whiny victims, even when they're the winners, Clown World Show. I think that when most men hear that women are still the victims of not being able to find a man, even though they're better educated, make more money and have higher status in society, men are going to get pissed off living in poverty in their own den of slack. Women probably believe that it's all men's fault for not earning enough, but women are the ones that stack the deck in their own favor and against men. More guys will go their own way quietly while hearing women complain that men need to man up and earn more and work harder at the game that's rigged. Of course, solving the so-called partner gap now is not going to work, and most guys will have to date women that make more money than they do, if they're good-looking enough to get a woman in the first place. But if you've ever dated a woman that makes more money than you, then you'll know that she'll try and control you. She's going to want to dictate your life to you. But what self-respecting man is going to accept this unless, of course, he's full of soy? The problem is that once enough women start taking charge in their own relationships, then it won't matter if a man makes more money than a woman in another relationship. The social norm will be established that women are the ones that are supposed to be in charge of relationships from now on in Western society. And they tell men what to do. Get it? They'll just push more self-respecting men away from relationships entirely and make them go their own way. Because they won't want to live getting stomped under by the stiletto boot heel of women. The article also says this, and I quote, The CDC reported in 2012 that 80% of never-married women ages 15 to 44 are childless. And of this group, 81% plan or hope to have children one day. But rather than continue to focus on narrowing the wage gap, it's time to consider it closed. We must focus our attention on the college gap and helping to ensure that boys and young men are empowered to attain higher education just like girl power programs have successfully done for girls and young women. We must support boys' academics and young men's career potential. Doing so will actually leave girls and women better off and help society reach true gender equality, unquote. I love how the New York Post suddenly cares about gender equality now that the pendulum has swung in the other direction. But will colleges and women really let more men get degrees so that women have someone to marry? And the women will actually give up their spots in those colleges? If you know anything about female nature, you know that women do not give up the financial and educational gains they have made. Letting more men into college means that the gender pay gap will widen again. So that'll never happen. This is now a problem that can't be solved. Women will probably Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And the government fix things, but if the government begins to give out helping hands to men, it means it's going to hurt women by default. The author of that article, Melanie Notkin, probably understands all of that, and that her solution will never work out. But if you call her out on it, she'll probably start to giggle and laugh because she knows that nothing will change. I see articles like this one as damage control to make the men that have become second-class financial and educational citizens think better about themselves. A lot of the time when you listen to someone presenting you with a solution to a problem, you feel a sense of accomplishment simply by hearing that solution. 
But when that answer is there presented to you, it shuts down your reason and rationality so you don't always think about how feasible said solution really is. The men that want to do better financially will probably get jobs in the trades. But those aren't the men that women want. They want the highly educated men, but women also want to get an education for themselves so they don't have to depend on a man and his income in the first place. They want everything, and they can't have everything, because it's a finite world and a zero-sum game. So what they're going to do is shame men for not being able to live up to their lofty expectations. Women have rigged the game to win. Do you really think they're going to change the rules now that they're winning? Forget about it. The smart men will give up and refuse to play these rigged games. Guys aren't stupid. We know there won't be a job for many of us after getting a college diploma. So that's partially the reason why we aren't going to college in the same numbers that women are. We also understand that credentials don't entitle you to a better life. Women will continue to shame us and many of us will work in the West, save a few hundred thousand dollars and then geomax to a country where women are more feminine and leave Western women holding the bag. A bag full of cats, that is. Even I've been thinking of geomaxing. Not for women, but for a better quality of life. It's getting really unaffordable in Canada and recently Trudeau has begun gaslighting Canadians that can't afford single-family homes in their 20s and 30s. Trudeau tells them that they need to live in more dense areas, but that's not what they want. He also says it's not the government's fault for printing money and boosting housing prices, but it's actually the builders' fault for not building enough homes. Meanwhile, the governments are putting up green belts up around cities to restrict construction of those single-family homes that people actually want to live in. Even if you become successful financially in Canada and buy a single-family home, you might have to do it in a neighborhood with three families living per house. That means six cars typically in a driveway. That means overcrowded suburbs. Trudeau won't let you leave Canada unless you're jabbed either. When that changes, I expect a flood of young men with money and the ability to work remotely leaving the country for better pastures, to get a better quality of life, even as Trudeau floods the country full of immigrants that are not assimilating well into Canada, the way that previous generations did. But I digress. Canadian men are getting muscled out of the housing market, and they're getting pushed out of the home ownership market as well. How long before they figure out that they can simply move to another country with nicer weather, cheaper cost of living, better looking women, and more beautiful architecture? How long before Western men begin living the West because their women are angry ogres that refuse to date them? Because they don't have a degree because the university spot was handed over to something that sort of resembles a female. Men will do the minimum required for survival and wait for better times, or they will leave. Self-preservation has become more important to most of us than having sex. Canada used to be a place that you could actually have a decent standard of living, but the trade-off was having bad weather and bad women. Places in Eastern Europe, the trade-off was a bad economy, but at least the women were attractive. If the economy becomes too difficult to succeed in, what's stopping young men that are incels and economic outcasts from heading to better pastures where they can work remotely for much less money in a foreign country, but have much better weather women and where wages go a lot further? That's why Europeans came to places like Canada, Australia, and the United States in the first place, to escape the lack of opportunities they found themselves with in Europe. In the past, men would emigrate from Europe with women from their own backgrounds to the West. This time, what I'm seeing is rather different. Men aren't going to any one country. They're scattering around and going to Southeast Asia or East Asia, Eastern Europe, Latin America, or even Central America. There is no one place that's attracting Western men the way that America, Australia, and Canada once did. Guys are already seeing the breakdown of the political system in the West, so they have a lot less issues moving to countries that are basic dictatorships because they see the West heading in the same direction, especially Canada and Australia. 
also Western women won't be able to follow those Western men as easily because they're in places that women might find too dangerous or dirty for their own liking. So if the West where women are paid the most crumbles, there won't be any large pool of men that women can chase in foreign countries. Besides, they aren't as attractive as the women in those second and third world countries either. Without their money and access to government cheese, all they're going to have is a case of obesity and other bad disease. Then they'll complain to men to fix the problem, and the smart men will leave. And all that will be left are the simps and soy boys. The only ones dumb enough to do anything will be those that believe that saving the system might actually get them laid. When they realize it won't, they too will probably leave all the formerly financially successful land whales alone with their failed dreams. Anyways, that's it for today. Once again, topics are running short, so anything would be appreciated. Don't forget to smash the like button the way that women don't want to get smashed by men that make less than money than they do. Unless those men look like Chad Roan. Bang the bell and check out the mystery link. Follow me on BitChute, Twitter, and Facebook to get tomorrow's video today. Subscribe to me on Minds, Odyssey, and MGTOW.TV to get the video for the day after tomorrow. This channel's been demonetized. And if you want to help me keep making content, then please support me through Subscribestar. There's a link to it in the description. Or you can do an hour-long coaching chat with the Sandman for $45. US And I won't rush out the door like a cheap whore. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. And remember, a red pill a day keeps the women that are happy that they're making more money than men, while at the same time complaining that they're making more money than men away. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.